Welcome to the Don't Call Me Skinny podcast. I'm your host, Coach Sarah J with CP Fitness. I'm an online nutrition coach and trainer who tells it like it is. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. Each Wednesday, I drop an episode dissecting diet culture norms to give you the facts and reality of nutrition and fitness and how they fit into your world. The current diet culture needs to be revamped, and I'm here to set it straight. My passion is teaching you how to take control over your nutrition, fitness, and overall mindset with my no BS approach. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and should never be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to leave a review, a rating, share it with a friend, and as always, please keep coming back for more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's do it. Hello, hello, and happy new year 2023 in full effect. Super excited to have you here with me. First podcast of the year. And I'm just so excited to be back again with you guys, ladies, um, and looking forward to what this year is going to bring. I know even my clients have had a little bit of the struggle bus riding, you know, just everything is off. Our routines are off and kids are home. And, you know, I don't know about some of you, but uh, I live in a very dreary place that got super cold right before Christmas and everything is dead. And it's just kind of like wah, wah, wah. And so sometimes uh, bringing in the new year can be a little difficult because we want to get off, you know, on this race and, you know, make all these commitments and we're going to kill and crush everything. And then it can be a little bit of a daunting task once it comes down to it. So I don't know if any of you are feeling that way. I know I'm feeling that way just a little bit. I'm not going to lie with my kids getting ready to go back to school and, you know, our routines kind of settling in, especially with my husband having been home, which was amazing, but like it being right before Christmas and Christmas is already nuts. And so it was just a lot. It's just a lot sometimes. So if that is you, if I'm describing you where you're like, I really feel like I should have all this get up and go and gusto and you don't, I'm here to tell you it's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. Everything's going to be okay. And it's okay to sit in this little bit of a weird place for a little bit. And if you don't have the gusto to go, don't force it. <laughs> like, don't don't force it. So today's topic, let's talk about today's topic. Oh, actually, before we talk about that, I did just want to say thank you to all the ladies who did the group coach program, Healthy Holiday Roadmap. Shout out to you guys. Killed it, crushed it. Super duper proud of you. And I don't know if or when I'll be uh, doing another group coach program, but it's a possibility that I will be. And if so, you know, I will obviously let you guys know about it. But I just wanted to give them a little shout out. So now on to today's topic. I feel like this is going to be beneficial, especially if you are a person who has never done this before and you're starting on this new health journey. This can be very, very overwhelming. Okay. And so I want to give you some information about why I have my clients do certain things. I want to give you some information about if you're beginning to start this journey and to start tracking your food why it's important we do what we do here and how to begin a little bit slowly so we don't become overwhelmed and we don't quit because we all know that's what happens. So let's talk about measuring your macros. So obviously I did not start out by measuring macros. I 
completely went the fitness journey because I was like, if I can get the fitness journey, I can do anything. (laughs) And to be honest, I actually thought that that was what was going to get me the result I was looking for. I thought if I could just get to the gym and I'm getting to the gym five days a week and it's not a big deal, then all my dreams are going to come true with my body. And as most of you know, nine months went by and I did not see the results that I thought I was going to get, even though I knew what I was doing in the gym, quote unquote, and I was consistent with it, which I was, right? But here's the thing. I really, truly thought the fitness portion was going to be it. I thought that was going to get me everything I wanted. And it wasn't it. It wasn't it. And the farther along I got in this journey, I realized I have to do something about my food, right? If I don't change what I'm doing with my food, I'm never going to fucking get there. And that was very apparent when I went on Weight Watchers. And I did see a little bit of a result there by counting points again. So I knew that, okay, so here I am again, going consistently to the gym, but I knew that my food was now probably the problem because nothing was changing. And then hopping on that Weight Watchers again and getting a small, tiny bit of weight loss, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is my problem right now. Okay. So after I do all that and I start this whole like Mike Matthews program, I started tracking in my fitness pal and my fitness pal, I'm going to just say it like it is, is a fucking disaster. Okay. And I know some of my clients, you guys track in my fitness pal and that's okay, but it's a fucking disaster. It's too general. It's like the Wikipedia of food trackers. Anybody can make anything they want in there and it doesn't have to make sense. And it's just annoying as fuck. So I had joined this group that Mike Matthews has, the Thinner, Leaner, Stronger group. And, you know, within that group, you start to like friend people. And I found these, this group of women, it was like 20 to 30 women. And we started like our own little, well, it was already started. I was just invited to be a part of it. Uh, I joined this Facebook group with 20 to 30 other women. And then the owner, like the runner of this group, put everybody into like groups of five or six people, depending on how many people were, you know, participating at the time. And then each day we did like our own little, like little mini check-in with each other. So we talked about like our, we screenshotted our foods. We, oh, what else did we do? Talk about our water. We talked about, there was like a whole list, like five or six things that we talked about, like a struggle for the day, something that we won for the day. And every day you would post in the group, like how you did that day. And then you would be commenting on other people's stuff. So it was just a really great community. And when I joined this little community, all these, most of these women anyways, tracked with my macros plus. And I was like, I do not want to track with my macros plus. It is so fucking hard. It is so different than my fitness pal, but holy shit. It took me about two to three weeks to really make the shift into my macros plus, And it was so much better. My macros plus, you can't just add whatever the fuck you want. My macros plus really forces you to understand how to read a label, forces you to understand what is on the label, what is important on the label. And it starts forcing you to track in grams. I mean, you could track in cups and ounces and tablespoons and things like that, but that's not really what this app is built for. It's really built to get you to the grams tracking, which, you know, that's what this is all about. So I would get 
a little frustrated. I would get annoyed because I'm having to enter in all these labels and these foods and it's time consuming. But wow, that, you know, between that and the lifting, it was like, wow, this is a complete game changer, right? And of course, in the macros class that I, the master class that I do, I talk about like, you can get, you know, 55 different macro calculators that are going to spit out these numbers at you. And always understand that your macros are like a range. Like you're not going to always consume every day. Your macros numbers aren't always going to total up to be like 1,649 calories. And if you go over, you lose, right? I think that there's some wiggle room there that we're just not taught about. Yes, it's important to hit your macros appropriately and stay under X amount of calories, but I also have to have to say that our bodies, as much as they are machines, they're not when it comes to an exact amount of calories or exact amount of protein for these. So that's just something that I really wanted to point out there. So understand that your macros aren't like the holy grail. Yes, they are important and you do need to stay within a certain specific range of those, but don't get hung up on the exact number. Okay. It's a little side, it's a little side point there, but this is where the big shift is because I started tracking in grams. Like I said, a lot of things in my macros plus doesn't come in ounces or cups or tablespoons or about nine chips, whatever the fuck that is. And like, who says how big a chip is supposed to be like Lay's, Are you putting a picture of your fucking, this is a general, like, you know, those boxes that come and sometimes like, this is the actual size of the puzzle piece, right? Are you putting an actual size of what a, a chip looks like? Or does that vary upon the potato? I mean, right. But this is, this is like, this is what we do about nine chips. And so that was when I really began to see what tracking in grams was doing and how much I was actually consuming, right? And I know that I could get a lot of flack for this. Like, I know there's going to be people that listen to this that are going to say, fuck you, I don't have to track in grams to get results. Or there's going to be other coaches who are going to disagree with this and say like, you know, it's close enough or at least they're measuring. And yes, there is a point where I will say doing some type of measurement of your food is better than none. And then there's also a thing where I'm going to say like, yes, it's close enough, but is it always okay for that? And at some point you're going to get to a place where just being close enough is not going to be okay. Okay. So this is how I, you know, I was actually talking with my husband about this because I was like trying to think of a way to really describe why tracking grams is so important. And I'm going to go into a couple different things here. Accuracy. Accuracy is why this is so important, okay? So I'm going to talk about it as enclosed. Let's say we're all like a general size, right? I'm a medium or I'm an extra large or I'm extra small or whatever the fuck size clothes you wear. Like if somebody were to be like, hey, what size t-shirt do you wear? You know, like we always say, oh, is that, are we talking like a women's t-shirt? Are we talking like a general sex t-shirt, like unisex or like, okay, well, okay. So I'm a small in general, but a large in female. Okay. So that I'm just throwing some shit out. Okay. And so 
we all have like this general idea of a size that we are. But have you ever gone to the store and be like, yeah, I'm a medium. And then you go put on a medium and you're like, whoa, that does not fit me. That does not fit me at all. But, but it's a medium. Why wouldn't it fit you? If you're a medium and that shirt says medium, why would that shirt not fit you? Okay. And then here we are like going to go. So, so now we have that. So we have a medium. It doesn't fit you. Okay. So now I have to go into a large. Okay. But if we were to go measure that medium, right? Even if you buy something online, now you can go and you can measure. It'll give you the measurements, the listed of measurements that, that it is. But guess what the problem is? We measure in inches. So maybe like the shirt is for like a bust of like 36 and a half inches or, you know, 32 and a quarter inches. Well, guess here's a problem with this. A lot of these clothes are being made in centimeters. So that becomes a problem because an inch or a half an inch or a quarter inch is not the same as what it's going to be in centimeters. And you can say, well, Sarah, you could just convert it. It's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. And so this is where this becomes a problem. I could say have one cup, but your one cup and my one cup aren't going to be the same. A JC Penney's Sonoma medium isn't going to be the same as a medium at Old Navy. They're not the same. Every brand has their own set of rules. Every whatever has their own set of whatevers. It's not the same. Okay. So here's the bottom line. If you're truly trying to change your body, truly, to get healthy, to get where you want physically, you must begin to measure in grams. It's not optional. And again, I know people are going to go, that's, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. There's no way that 100, 112 grams is different than four ounces. It is. It is a smaller unit of measurement to get better accuracy. Just like the mediums aren't the same. One cup that I weigh a flower is not going to be one cup that somebody else weighs a flower. That is why it is so important to be measuring everything in grams. And I'm going to touch on this too, because I feel like this has to be said. If you're like, I don't track my food because I don't want to have to track my food forever, right? I get this all the time with people not wanting to do this because that's just not sustainable that, and you're right, I'm not even going to lie. Tracking your food for your life is not sustainable and that is not the goal, right? But let me ask you, how are you ever going to know what the fuck a portion is or what the fuck a serving size is without knowing what it fucking is? It's like, hey, I'm going to give you this uh, trumpet and you're going to go play it. What do you mean you don't know how to play it? I mean, just pick it up and do it, right? You, most people, don't know what four ounces of chicken looks like or 112 grams of chicken. Most people don't know what that looks like. Most people don't know what mashed potatoes look like, you know, 250 grams of of potatoes. And then it's even worse when you add in like milk and butter and sour cream and cream cheese and all the good stuff. How the hell do you measure that? How do you even know what that looks like? without knowing what it fucking looks like? The answer is that you don't. 
So in order to start understanding what an actual serving of something is or what it looks like or what it feels like, you have to start doing that. You have to start weighing it. There, there is no other option. You know, a lot of times I feel like, obviously I'm a big proponent of macro tracking and I feel like even some people will say things like, well, it can be really triggering if you've had an eating disorder to be so meticulous about your food. And for me, it's not about necessarily being meticulous about everything that you put in your mouth as it is about learning about what you're actually consuming. And I think that that's another thing that we need to start flipping. Here, here's the deal. You're not just being meticulous about what you're eating. You have to learn what things look like and feel like so you don't have to have this bad relationship with food. So you can eat things. So you can have a donut and understand what this jelly donut looks like and not have a fucking panic attack that it's going to ruin all your progress. Or go to, you know, we just had New Year's Eve and, and people brought, you know, got all sorts of stuff. And, and understanding that you can eat those things in moderation because you kind of have an idea of what that is and what it looks like and what it feels like and not be upset about it. So as much as it's like, oh, macro tracking can be triggering because of eating disorders, I'm going to disagree Macro tracking is a way to educate people so they don't have to be a slave or be tied to or be consumed by their food. It's a way to learn, not a way to live. So we need to understand that that is a big difference, a big deal. Okay. So that's a, that's one thing that I want to touch on. Okay. Now here's the other thing. You absolutely cannot manage what you cannot measure. If you are measuring in generalities, cups, ounces, tablespoons, the more error is going to occur. If you're always off, unfortunately, that's what's going to happen and you will consistently be off in your food intake. Okay? So if you're weighing in generalities, you're going to get general results. I'm sorry, but that's the, that is the hard line. Maybe not in the beginning. Maybe you can measure in ounces, cups, and tablespoons in the very beginning and see the results that you want. But I'm going to tell you this. When you become that person that's five pounds, 10 pounds away from their goal, you cannot measure in generalities and get where you want to go. Then you're also going to hear people say, I don't, I don't even have to track food. Do you even have to track food in order to see the results you want? Technically, no. But you do have to be educated because a lot of us are not educated on what these things look like and feel like and what a serving really is. So the more general you are about it, the longer it's going to take for you. It's going to take longer to learn. It's going to take longer to get to your goal. That's why also reading a label is so important, understanding what it is. I have a free reading label masterclass. You can get into to understand how to read a label. I talk about that and how those correlate with the macros. So, and, and touching on that, that labels masterclass, right? When you're reading the label, if you've ever actually read a label, it gives you a serving size in grams, 9,700 million percent of the time. You're going to see a quarter cup, 28 grams. 
or you'll see 112 grams is the actual serving, but it'll say, oh gosh, something ridiculous, like a half a cup or one cup. Like it's so, so stupid. In parentheses is the actual serving size. The grams in the parentheses on a label, that is what you're supposed to be actually measuring in. For some reason, yet again, the U.S. decides they're going to not use a metric system and fuck everything up, right? So you should be weighing your food how the label is giving it to you. The label actually doesn't say quarter cup. It does. That is true, but that's not the actual measurement. If something's 28 grams, let's say something that you're weighing in the parentheses says 28 grams, okay? But you're weighing one ounce, okay? So like things like pistachios or something small like that, okay? And you you end up, you know, putting, you put them on your scale and you're pouring them in your cup or whatever the hell your bowl and, but you accidentally pour too fast. And then now you have like 1.2 grams or 1.3 grams. Who the fuck is taking that all out to get it back to one, one ounce? Sorry, 1.2 ounces or 1.3 ounces. Who is taking that all back out to get to one ounce and why? That's so ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You could have just weighed 28 grams and been done. But now we're going to be over. We're going to be over that 28 grams. So that 28 grams now just turned into like 35, 36, 37 grams. And this is how we get off. This is how we over consume food and just fluff it off. Somebody's going to look at 1.2 ounces and go, that's no big deal. You want to know how I know? Used to do it. That's no big deal. It's just 1.2 ounces. Not, that's not that far off. It is that far off. When you're talking something like pistachios that's super high in fat that are very calorie dense, yeah, that's going to be a big deal. 28 grams versus 38 grams, that's like probably 50 calories. That's a big deal. And all that shit continues to add up over the whole day. And just think, that's only one thing that you fucking tracked. How much were you off the rest of the day? And then how much were you off the day before? And how much are you going to be off tomorrow and the whole week? And there we have why it's either going to take you way too long or not way too long, but longer than you want to get to your goal or you're never going to see any difference. One of those two things is what's going to happen. So tracking in grams is hard. This is not easy. This is even just scan the barcode and go because it's, 96% of the time, that shit is wrong too. It's wrong. So just like everything else in in this whole fucking process, if you do everything too soon, all at once, it's going to be too hard. It's going to be too overwhelming. And you're going to get frustrated and you're going to fucking quit. That's what's going to happen. It's not easy unless you're special. (laughs) This was not an easy thing for me to get. This was not an easy thing for me to, to comprehend, to understand. This took me months and months and months of practicing and fucking it up and doing it wrong and trying again and fucking it up and doing it wrong and trying again. And that's especially for those of us in the States that have never done that before, that have never measured in these measurements before. 
Like I say, go go actually see what a tablespoon of peanut butter looks like and then cry and then cry because it's not a protein source and then cry again. Because guaranteed, you're not eating a tablespoon of peanut butter. You're eating more, quite a bit more. So we have to be super duper careful here. So I recommend you guys start, start with one item. If you're starting to track now, just start with one thing or start with one meal. Just track your breakfast. If you get nothing else during the day, just start tracking your breakfast. Get really, really good at putting in what you're having for breakfast. Okay? Then start adding in things little by little by little. Maybe you track one item for breakfast and one item for lunch. Okay, now I'm going to tra- track, track breakfast and two items for lunch. Or I'm going to track my coffee and breakfast and one item for lunch. What? Pick it. The more you do this, the easier it's going to become, the more it's going to start making sense. The more resistance you have to doing it and just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. It's going to be very hard and you're, it's going to take, everything's going to take longer. Longer than what's already been taking you. Because you, you don't want to get out of your own way. You don't want to do the hard shit. You know, this is something I, I continuously have, you know, a conversation with, with my clients. You know, I, I don't want to track. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. But, but you've been telling me for like three months you don't want to track. Well, I mean, I just track one thing. Let's just track one thing. I don't know how to do that. You got to look it up. Did you Google it? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this to get an idea? And here lies become here here becomes a problem when we start doing things like getting a little bit more flexible with our diet. And you're like, okay, I'm I'm doing good. I'm seeing really good results, and now I'm going to go out for dinner. I don't know how to track that. I don't I don't know what to put in. You have to do the work on the back end. If you don't know how to do something, you have to go f- seek the answer. But here's the other deal. If you are a person who is consistent with your tracking and learning about it, learning about that's what four ounces or hypothetically, right, 112 grams of chicken looks like. There's 300 grams of pasta in this sauce. Okay, I got that. Okay, I got that. All right. Okay, so I know that this looks like this and that looks like that. And I'm going to go ahead and loose track this because tracking something is better than tracking nothing. Having some kind of something in place, a placeholder for it, is better than doing zilch for it. You are not helping yourself by not doing the work. But somebody who has been consistent with their tracking could go out for a meal and kind of deconstruct it to say, okay, it's about maybe this, it's about maybe that, it's about maybe this. Is it going to be perfect? No. Is it going to be better than nothing? Fuck yeah, it is. And it's probably going to be pretty close. I can look at something now. I've been tracking for, gosh, whew, five plus years at this point. I can look at something and go, yep, that's this. My husband will send me photos all the time. How much, how much chicken do you think that is? How much of this do you think that is? Pretty fucking solid at it. So you don't get to this place by resisting doing the hard work. It was frustrating. I was irritated. I hated it. Now, 
I love that I have the flexibility. I love that I don't feel tied to anything. I love that I am not a slave to the food because I don't know what things are and what things look like. And you know, honestly, even understanding what those things helps me not go off on those kind of binge episodes because I know at that point what I'm actually consuming. How many times have you just eaten aimlessly out of a bag of chips and you're just, you don't even realize what is going on. And you're just so like, whoa, I just ate that whole fucking bag of chips. Being a little bit more conscious of being aware and understanding what you're doing makes a big difference. Because you could, you know, maybe you do start and you're like, whoa, I had at least two fucking servings of this at this point. I need to stop. Like, okay, you had your fill. Good job. Now, now we're putting you away. Awesome. These things can start happening once you become more aware of what you're actually consuming in your body, putting in there. So start with one thing. And like I said, I know this may piss people off. I know people may be upset. I know people, people may not agree with this. That's okay. I'm, I'm here for any disagreement. Like, that's okay. We all don't have to agree. This is truly what I think and feel. This is truly what I've experienced. It's truly the science behind how we weigh and measure our food and why it's important. So I am super excited, you guys, for the rest of this year. I'm looking forward to everything. I hope you all had a fantastic week uh, of holidays and enjoyment and everybody getting back to their regularly scheduled programs. And I'm just very excited to see what this year brings, not just for uh, me as a coach, but me as a mom and as a wife. And I'm just, there's a lot of good things coming with me and CP Fitness and with you guys. And I'm just so stoked to be here. So if you guys have questions about macro tracking and understanding why this is important and why measuring your food is important, I have two different masterclasses. Uh, one is a macros tracking or macros masterclass. And then another one is the Learning Labels Masterclass. So if you're interested in either of those, let me know and I can give you guys information on how to be a part of them. They're, they're masterclasses from before, but again, my masterclasses always live in the space forever and ever so you have access to them. All right, you guys, I hope you have a fantastic hump day and get to it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to screenshot and share it with others who may enjoy it too. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to see the ways that we can work together to start your journey. Always remember that every day is a new day to do better, be better, and begin again.